Hey, what is up, wrestling friends and family? It's me, JB, and the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. Welcome to Chat Grappling Cheat Pops. We are back, just the two of us. That's a good song. Um, how are you, man? What, the Dr. Evil one with, with Mini-Me, isn't it? That's sure. the best, yeah. just the two of us. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. When Frau said had a clone, you know what I mean? Big man tune. Um, I'm all right, mate. I'm fucking, you know, we've had our ups and downs like a roller coaster, as as life sometimes does do. Got a little bit of the older great British uh cold at the moment, but uh tucking in with some nice, you know, some hot water and some citrus. Um, I've actually got like a bit of satsuma in that in here as well, you know, boost that vitamin C. But yeah, you know what I mean? It's been it's been a minute, you know, it's been a minute, and there's been I mean Great interview we had with Ian Harrison. Yeah, um, shout out to Ian Harrison. Thank you to everyone that watched and listened and saw the video as well afterwards with the clip. Man, that was a lot of fun. It was, and you know, as we said at the time, fantastic guy. Um, been around the block, knows a, a few of the kids on the block. Um, you know, wrestling's best kept secret at that time. You know, and just, yeah, just a genuinely nice bloke um, and a great, a great interview to have. We review the XWF. I've been thirsty. We've been thirsty. Thirstier than Nikita Lyons' Instagram, fam. Oh, that is thirsty. That's thirsty, yeah? Mm. I'm ready, mate. For for the, the wrestling world, in, in, the, in the time we've been absent, has been turned upside down. Um, we have been proved right um, on numerous occasions. We are ready now to gloat how right we have been. Not for the whole show, obviously. Majority of it. Uh, shout out to um, Good Cop, Bad Cop. Um, we will be gloating on how we are right about stuff. I uh, know they love it when we when we do that. Oh, Graham fucking hates it. <laughs> so... Shout out to the man, them. Uh, yeah, bro, wrestling's been nuts. I mean, where can can we can we like pedal back a little bit? Well, we can pedal back as far as an episode that we did about CM Punk, and we spoke about why he should, yeah, join the WWE and why it was a real viable possibility. Correct. And one of them was merch. Correct. Do you know who's the top merch seller in WWE at the moment, Jordan? Uh, I do believe it's Pepsi Phil. It's Pepsi Phil, man, yeah? And do you know who is actually simultaneously the best merch seller in AEW and WWE at the same time? Oh, sweet Lord, it's Pepsi Phil, isn't it? Pepsi Phil, bro. So, you know... This one's for you, Phil. It's Pepsi, man. We did say that it would happen. and It made sense to happen. It made perfect sense. It was going to happen, and it does seem that it was sort of on the cards for a bit, maybe on, maybe off. I mean, when we spoke with our good friend Bishop, he was on here, and we were selling it to him why the WWE would do it. He didn't want it, though. Huh? He didn't want it. He didn't want it. But the fact is, you know, anything that makes that dollar, they will do it. If they believe, and even Triple H said, if... We believe it's something that the WWE universe want. We'll try and do it, you know, and they did it. Yeah, they 
They absolutely did. They went for it big. They went big at Survivor Series. Yeah. And they did that thing where they put up the trademark graphic at the bottom in the bottom corner and, you know, oh, that's the end of the show. Uh-uh. Yep. Man, another, you know, I think that pop and that whole thing has probably ruined Chicago for another company. Oh, I mean, there's there's no way that... I mean, first of all, I believe the pop at WWE was bigger than the AEW pop. Possibly on the surprise factor. I, I believe so, because people were genuinely... Because, again, because of the... We, we used our logical thought processes and everyone else was getting bare emotional fam. Yeah. Am I lying? Tell tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> I will. Everyone, I'll tell you. Everyone was getting emotional, bruv, wouldn't they? They were, they were letting their emotions creep in or, or their ideas about what they think CM Punk would bring to the game or what they think about Punk or, you know, like I say, just their emotions were in the mix too much. And they, they, they they overfought it because of that. But we just looked at it as he's left AEW in less than, you know, less than uh, ideal circumstances. We were under the impression that there was a sticking point of him, you know, he, him leaving AEW. If he was fired, they wouldn't be able to execute a non-compete. No. Because they're sacking him. If, if he's leaving during the contract or whatever, or wants to leave or wants to negotiate leaving or et cetera, et cetera, then they can say, right, we will give you your contract, but you ain't allowed to go nowhere else. You know, like what happened with William Regal. When w William Regal left, we were, we were sort of told or under the impression that he could go, but he wasn't allowed to be seen on WWE TV until 2024, Crazy which was yeah. sort of like a stipulation. So, I mean, I can imagine William Regal is doing bits um, in NXT or whatever, or he's hanging around or wait until 2024 um, until he can shout war games, you know, which will happen, I, I believe, in 2024. Oh, yeah. You know, so CM Punk leaving and the way WWE is, we've all seen the memes that have come out recently, mate. We've all seen Vince with the Ultimate Warrior. Vince with Brett the Hitman Hart, you know, Vince with other people that have left and they said when, you know, under, they 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 had a falling out and, you know, the old classic never say never. And if they believe they can make money or do business, they will always, always, always go back and do that. And, you know, how are you not in Chicago when you've got Survivor Series going to push to get CM Punk there? Why would you not do it? All this says to me is that if you weren't already listening, if you are a new listener to this, sweet Jesus, you should have been listening to us before. We told you. It's, we don't we don't told you. And it's not because we're any kind of like fucking savants or anything like it's that. It's about right? logic. Yeah. It's about logic, bruv. It's it's literally that because we've got, you know, we ain't no pea brains over here, bruv. We've got, you know what I mean? Them normal human brains, bruv. We've got them, you know. We, we we just think about what what would be good for business and yeah. absolutely CM Punk it, you know he's proven that yeah he might be a bit of a glass cannon injury wise at the moment but he did look in good shape he's had a bit of time to you know do whatever he's doing 
He had a good match. We were there at his last match in AEW. We were yeah. there. Good match. Really good. Um, it was a good match against Samoa Joe. I mean, I man, since CM Punk has left or been fired for cars um, from AEW, surely Tony Khan, surely people there, and we'll probably get to this. I'm sure you've got a bit to say about this. There are people in AEW that are looking at all of this stuff going on and probably thinking, and some of them have recently left QT Marshall or whoever we want to yeah, talk QT, about. Yeah, QT, yeah. Right? And looking at the whole situation and thinking, you had the biggest draw in wrestling at that time return to seller. you. Yeah. yeah. And you fucked it up because of basically the young bucks and Jungle Boy. Uh, saying he's the biggest draw might be a bit off base. He might not be. I don't think he's outdrawing Roman, but like he's he's the one of the biggest. Oh, sorry, for sure. Their yeah. biggest, their biggest. Oh yeah, draw. he's there. He was their biggest draw. Yeah, their biggest draw. I don't mean the biggest draw in wrestling. The biggest draw they had. Yeah, was CM Punk, for sure. There was no question. Yeah, there is no question. There is, and like let's let's sort of wrap on CM Punk a little bit because there's plenty more to get to. Like I said, we applied common sense logic with a hint of speculation. Yeah. Which is essentially what, you know, all of your people at Fightful Select, the Observer, you know, Wrestling News, all of that stuff, they're doing the same thing, but they're making you pay for it. Stop. But they're, 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 they're repeatedly getting it wrong because they're trying to appease a certain viewpoint. They're not often, they're not looking at things logically. They are, and also they're being fed information probably by fucking nincompoops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand there's a, there's no, no reason for any of these guys to critique anything that is done in Jacksonville because they don't want to lose access to, you know, the wrestlers or what is it, the media scrums, which are some of the worst things I've ever seen. With those shitball questions. Let's stay in Jacksonville anyway, because I know this is your favorite subject. Yeah. I sent you a video clip today of Kenny Omega wrestling. I think it was Daniel Garcia in front of about, oh, guys, only a couple of thousand, if that. The Bell Center in Montreal is a huge arena. It does massive business. Only in February, it sold out for Elimination Chamber with. Uh, granted, Sami Zayn, hometown boy, main event in. But sweet Jesus, wrestling in Montreal is big. How are you only pulling in 2,000? Simple, simple answer to that, mate. You've got a shit promoter. you got a shit promoter. Yeah. Who, you know, you you, we've covered on this show, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart, offered his services to AEW yeah. for the, for the workers, for the boys, for the girls to help the product. They turn, you know, because they wanted him to be what on screen only. No manager. Whatever, yeah. Right. A manager. Right. Now, if they were smart, which Tony Khan's got enough money to waste on whatever he wastes his fucking money on, 
repeatedly. Everyone, I'm seeing these memes. Oh yeah, you know they've made this much money. Yeah, but how much has been spent? Uh, well, yeah. Um, let's. There's a there's a massive difference here, and we need to make this clear. There's yeah. massive massive difference in their turnover. Yeah. And what their profit is. That's right. And even Super Dave has said profit is another story altogether, which means Correct. they ain't fucking making any. That's right. So it's a pet vanity project for Tony Khan. And if they were smart, going back to Montreal, if you said, do you know what, Brett? If you if you weren't as arrogant, yeah, and naive as Tony Khan is, yeah, you would accept every piece of help to get your product up to par that is possible for you but to get. I don't even think it's a wrestling problem. Some of it can be attributed to some of the real shit that we've seen, but it's a promoting problem. The promoter is the guy, and I think I think the wrestling, wrestling the wrestling at times is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I also think there's huge mistakes that were made in when they were riding as high as they were in just kept running Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Fuck Chicago! You should have run Montreal the foot that at that point. Well, it, when you again, were when you were big. If 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 you if you're being offered the services of Brett the Hitman Hart, right? For example, this is what made me think of Brett when they talk about Montreal. You can have Brett working with the talent, getting the wrestling up to scratch, getting the booking. Tully, good, Tully said the same thing. Yeah, and 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 get get them doing that, and then when you run Montreal, then you can say, look, do you want to get involved in an angle while we're while we're there? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Because he's more going to be willing to do that if he's working. To help bring some of the boys and girls up to get involved in that. The so, main event, the main event this week is Christian Cage and Copeland, and it's not. Selling. I mean, I mean, this is this is another, you know, this is another thing. I mean, but they're both Canadians. Yeah, and I, I feel, I feel so bad for them because this match, one should be on pay per view unless they do some sort of angle and it Possibly. fucks it about. And two, it it's it's big enough. Yeah, but it it still it still ain't had a big enough build. No, I don't think. How long's Edge been in there, the company? Well, long enough. He's done. He's done what he did, you know, did a pay per view and that, didn't he? But it, this is this is. And this the pay, is the pay per view. The match itself was building towards those two because they didn't actually touch. I think Christian did a runner before Edge got to him or Copeland got to him. You know, it's it's. It's the pinnacle of what could be happening. And correct, it should be on pay-per-view. <laughs> Bless me. It should be on pay-per-view. I still think they could have had a bit more build. Um, they could have had a, a few more bits and bobs going on. But you know, this is you know, this is one of the this is Edge and Christian, bruv. Yeah. This is one of the Attitude Era's top tag teams. Having having a fallout, having a Barney, you know, this is like the the Hardys or the the Dudleys, you know, having a having a face off, you know, not so much brothers, but they might as well be brothers, yeah. This is a huge deal. It's being fucking spaffed up against the wall, wasted. Yeah, it's it's, waste. it's a it's a comedy it's a comedy of errors and. Personally, I think they're spending too much time talking about Sting's retirement match in March. Mate, that's another thing though that upsets should me. Should have though. should have ended it at Wembley. 
or you know you take sting off tv until january and then build it till march why the fuck are you talking about this in november and wheeling out rick flair as well like what's the point i it, it troubles me that this show is getting so bad i i love sting right yeah we all do we we all love sting okay we all love rick flair right you know we all love edge and christian okay what happened to you know we all love i was a jericholic bruv right we all love these guys but what happened to aew being a place where young up-and-coming talent can be nurtured and grow and become something i i'm i genuinely feel sorry for kenny omega i know he's an evp and all that and he's probably doing just fine but when you are arguably one of the top 10 wrestlers on the in the world you know it's arguable yeah, I mean, people anyone would argue. could yeah people people yeah. would argue that of course they would yeah you should be doing that in front of bigger crowds you should be selling it like he's canadian too and he's doing matches with daniel garcia you know i've said things about daniel garcia like i think the dancing's ridiculous he could but i also thought him bowling around like he was steve austin was ridiculous too can't win i suppose you know we spoke about will osprey right and how he would be great in wwe with the right training not that he needs to be trained but just the way a different way to work Will Ospreay's made a decision based on money, him still being able to live in the UK. Can you imagine? Tony Khan's a fucking idiot, okay? Because you might believe that Will Ospreay is the greatest wrestler in the world, okay? You might fully believe that, okay? But to allow, you know... Out, out. Is, is he going to be, you know, is he going to be flying backwards and forwards from America to, to, to the UK to America once a week to be on TV? I mean, how much money is Tony Khan paying Will Ospreay to sign to AEW? That's a number I would like to know. I'd like to know that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's not six million or anything like that, like uh, Moxley got or. Mate, if I was getting it's a if big I was waste, big paid, waste of money. Yeah, mate, if I was getting paid a million, I'd get some better tattoos. But also and also I need to know how much money he's on. Just 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 for just just because. Um because that again is some more news. Um Will Osprey has signed for AEW apparently. Um he's gonna start working next year, is he, when his contract runs out? Uh yeah, his uh, but, new New Japan contract will run out and they made a big point of bringing him out on pay-per-view. He was the new sign-in and all of that. And Yeah. Whilst, obviously, it's probably good for Will to get a guaranteed contract with AEW, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't think Will Ospreay is the answer to AEW's problems. No, it's not. But also, AEW is not going to be an answer for Will Ospreay either. No matter how much money he's making or if he's still happy he's going to be living in the UK, going backwards and forwards, working whenever basically he wants to. But for his career, maybe he's on the slowdown. Maybe it was enough money for him to say, right, I, I'm going to wind it down a little bit. Because let's face it, his body's probably gone through it. 
Um, you know, he probably wants a slower schedule. Um, you know, he said he 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 did it because he wants to still live in the UK and he want he don't his kid don't have to change schools and all this sort of stuff. And you know, fine, yeah. Um, so I don't know if what AEW think they're going to be getting and what AEW is actually going to get are going to sort of come together like butt cheeks. You get what I'm saying? I just, it's, uh, yeah, he, he did the, I don't know if WWE were all that interested. I think they were. No, they didn't I offer think they him, were, they, but I don't think they made They didn't the offer play. the money. No, they didn't. Because I've, I've read that today as well, that mm. AEW... And AEW were always going to offer Will Ospreay more the, money. The, the bigger story was that TNA offered him a lot of money. Did they? A lot, yeah. And, and TNA, TNA, yeah. And again, he might have he might have picked the wrong battle. I think, you know, TNA could be could be a riser in twenty twenty four. I hope so, because the fall of AEW, the way it's going, you know. But again, who, who's Will Ospreay going to? wrestle in in AEW. Yeah, wrestle them all. Like it, it's it's whoever's still there at the time. Like it is it's, is a, it gonna... it's an open it's an open sort of forum that. No one no one can tell me. No one can say that there are a wider plethora of wrestlers that Will Osprey would have great matches with in WWE rather than AEW. There are right. There are some amazing people that he could have matches with in WWE all across the board, from NXT all the way through. There are some amazing people. I mean, fuck. Made his choice. You know, it is his choice, and he's yeah. done it for his own personal reasons, which are entirely up to him, which is fine, fantastic. If my man is making... I can't begrudge that from no one, yeah? I'm just looking from a career point of view. Maybe he's not that focused on that. Maybe he's like, you know what? People calling me the best in the world. You know, wherever I go, people are going to call me that still. I can make a shitload of money, work a lot less time, see my family more. Fucking no-brainer, isn't it? It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. But career-wise, if he wanted to really cement himself and make himself a household name. Because let's face it, if you know wrestling, yeah, you know who Will Ospreay is, right? You know, if, you, if you know wrestling, you know who Will Ospreay is. Mm. If you are maybe the younger generation watching wrestling, you know, unless your dad's got a beard all on his neck, you're not going to know Will Ospreay. You know, if you're watching WWE, you're not going to... Does Will Ospreay sell tickets? Does Will Ospreay bring in TV viewers? He doesn't bring in TV viewers. No, I don't think so either. I think he might sell a few more tickets. He does. He, he will sell a few tickets. We've seen that with local shows when he's done been round here. Yeah, but that's local. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's a different ball game. It's a different market. Yeah, the yeah. UK market is a very different market. You know, you you could put, you know, a. a very, very low mid-card wrestler from the WWE on a show in our area and it would do good number because it's it's the name that you know. I just, I'm not really convinced that Will Ospreay is the answer to the problem. Um, much like just... much like Moxley isn't the answer to the problem. Or right. 
Bro, shout shout out to good bad wrestle, okay? Shout out to good cop bad cop, okay? They have just on Twitter this very second posted <laughs> someone, Mr. Wrestling, right? Has just posted if you were running AEW, what's the first thing you do? And they have retweeted that and said, hire chat grapple pops, right? <sighs> shout out to the boys, okay? Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible timing. That is incredible timing while we are filming an episode talking about this stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> it is we are we are flattered and honored that you would say that. Um, you know, but to be fair, they wouldn't they wouldn't like us being there. But to be fair, it doesn't take a genius to work out where you could make improvements to AEW. It doesn't take a genius. It just takes someone who can detach themselves emotionally from the whole thing. Um, you know, talking to my boy, Max, not the Hulk Hogan today, shout out Maxi. And, you know, he said, what do you reckon of what's going on at AEW at the moment? And my basic answer was Tony Khan needs to fucking pull his socks up and hire people that can do the job better than he's doing. He needs a team of writers. They need people to be writing the storylines. They need bookers. Doesn't they help need... that they've just fired their head of production as well. You know, in the last couple of days. No, you, you know, you you've when you're Tony Khan and you're working with Fulham Football Club, you're working with the Jaguars, you're doing work with AEW. You can't do it all, mate. Yeah, you can't. You can't because you know. You gotta focus, yeah, and be the boss. You gotta know when to delegate, right? If I if I'm running a company, and there's something specifically that I can't do, but I hire people the best in the business to do that for my company to make my company good, then I'm rather than me doing it myself, I'm gonna hire the best of the best if I've got the money to make sure that the job's being done to the best it can be done. But Tony Khan's not doing that. Because Tony there, was, there was that rumor that uh, he got AI to write an AEW, an episode of AEW, didn't he? I believe it. I believe yeah. it. I believe it one hundred percent. You know, but you, you're not. If you really want your product to be the best it can be, get the best in the business to to help run it and work it and do it well. So, do you want to talk about Britt Baker? I, I did want to talk about Britt Baker. You are right. Uh, Britt Baker made a complaint. Again, it's it's something that she's entitled to do if she feels like she's being aggrieved. She complained that she hasn't had a single promo in on Dynamite in the whole of 2023. Yeah. Whereas plenty of others. Now, don't get me wrong, Britt Baker is a bit like Marmite for some of you guys. I get it. I think she's pretty good. I think she, she did really. She did point. really well to get herself over as the number one women's restaurant in AEW. She she helped build. She helped build that company from the beginning, bro. She was, she was there. She was a one in that division. She was instrumental in that. You know, she was used in a way which I think she would probably have found quite disrespectful in the build up and in you know the match at Wembley. I think it wasn't a proper use of Britt Baker. And 
she has every right to feel pissed off that she hasn't had a single promo on Dynamite in 2023, and we are in December. Yeah. Um, her last match she had, I think, with Chris Statlander. Yeah. Was a was a good match. Apparently, it was too good. Apparently, so we hear, so we hear she, that she's been. I you can't say that, bro. What other logical explanation? You have a match like that, right? And then no one sees you for a year. It's not right, is it? Where's the logic? When was and the here's, match? Here's the problem because when the was fanatics, that match? I, I can't remember when the match was, but the fanatical fan base who will tell you, oh, we stand up for women's wrestling. The minute you criticize anything that they're doing and in, like involving that, it's like, well, you're, you're, you know, we've been called plenty of things this week on X, which is quite funny. You know, I thank them for helping our engagement, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> there's just so much. Like there's, 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 there's a lot of, a lot of TV time. Oh, it was, yeah. So it was September, I think that match. Yeah, we're in December. Um, it was uh, AEW TBS Championship. Chris Statlander defeated Britt Baker. Full match at AEW Collision. Another show that nobody's watching. She's still a big favourite. Of course she is. She's got but a great gimmick. How many more will realise that the grass is very, very, very much greener? You know, you do it. You do a few months in NXT. You go on to the big TV show, or you make a you make enough noise like Chelsea Green, and you become part of the show, part of, you know, Monday Night Raw. Like, it's the second yep. biggest show WWE have got. LA Night, it make a lot of noise, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't be ignored. No. Jay Cargill telling whoever will listen about how professional the Performance Center is, how, prof- yeah. how professional it's being. Yeah. It must be like night and fucking day. It is it, because it's it is run correctly, and you've got QT Marshall leaving AEW, and he was basically head trainer running... of the head trainer of the Nightmare Factory. Yeah, yeah. Their supposed performance center. Ray Lloyd had nothing but good things to say about QT. Yeah, look back at our interview. You can check with... that out. Yeah, <laughs> fact check that. Fact check it. But yeah, QT's gone. There's shit going on back behind the scenes. We've said this for almost the whole entire well, time. That Matt and Jeff Hardy went on, you know, they were, I think it was Matt Hardy's own podcast talking about how disillusioned they are with the booking of them, of, you know, the Hardys. I don't think there is a place on any show for Matt Hardy. That's my opinion. Jeff Hardy still, you know, if Jeff Hardy had the right people in his ear, and the right mindset, and he's healthy, and he's not doing things. Jeff Hardy has a place in the WWE, like he did until he ran out, ran out in the crowd, and did what he had to do to get fired, so he could, you know, be on AEW, which was a terrible idea. Yeah, but again, it, I think it's money orientated. It's like you know, where where, where it, it's where's where's billionaire Ted? Yeah, where's billionaire Ted with all his billions of money? Yeah, 
we we want the we want to be where the big boys play to get that big money, right? It's everyone. No, it's not where the big boys play, though, is it? No, but it's AW where the big is checks... not where the big boys play. It's where the big checks are signed by a fucking money mark by Herb Abrams. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah. Herb could. At least Herb could cut a shout in promo. Bro, at least Herb knew how to fucking party. Yeah, you know it's um. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm just keeping it to wrestling. You've decided he's going to party. He's going to party. No, but again, Tony Khan should never be on camera either. He's a fucking drip, right? Yeah, let's let's clarify that as well. Um, that promo, that the promo that was on uh, Ring of Honor or whatever. Yeah. Let's start by saying we have nothing against Billy Starks. She's 18. She's going to get better no matter what. You know. Yeah, but she. But, 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 but yeah, she corpse she corpses when Tony Khan's talking. That's bound it's, to happen because Tony's promo is the fucking shit. It's fucking dry, bruv. It's you know, but again, Billy Stark, but again, these these guys and these girls are being done a, a disservice, right? They are not getting the right training. They are not getting who the fuck is running promo class? There isn't one. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Even the fucking power plant. And I know, um, you know, if you're a little bit younger and you don't exactly know what that is, check out the WCW power plant. Check out Louis' documentary. They made him do a promo yep. Yep. at the power plant. They were, you know, everyone had to cut promos as well as do their ring work. Yeah. That was, that was in 1990. When was that documentary? 99? Yeah, gonna be. I'm gonna say 98, 99. Yeah, 98, 99. He's chatting to Goldberg and all that stuff like so. Large, you know, putting yeah. him through his paces. You know, it makes, it, it makes it, him throw it, up. Making him throw up. You know, we have had numerous people on the podcast talk about promo classes. It's night and day. When when you've got people like Heartbreak Kid, you've got people. You had people like Dusty Rhodes. Yeah doing this stuff you know you you know the emphasis that is being put on being a well-rounded professional wrestler and I t- let me tell you one thing that's getting can i tell you one thing that's getting to me even more and more these fucking pricks online if i see oh my god if i see one more moron say and i quote yeah, well, WWE is entertainment. Yeah, it is sports entertainment, and AEW is wrestling. That was that was a Moxley quote, I think, isn't it? Oh, good God! What yeah. could be further from the fucking truth? You've got a geezer fucking dancing, not even as good as Alex Wright, grinding his fucking self up on things. You've got the epitome of fucking entertainment. You've got you had fucking. You know, let's even go back to MJF and Chris Jericho singing a fucking duet. You've got, you can break down. They've got Danhausen for fuck's sake, right? How can you sit there and tell me that it is not entertainment? Yeah. I, How can you tell me that it's a fucking... I, I'm almost certain product? that Moxley's comment is tongue-in-cheek because he shoves bits of wood in his head and... They do spots with staplers and all that shit. Like it, it's unreal. Yeah. The more at the moment, the more realistic product is, is WWE. Yes, they have aspects of 
you know, they've got wrong killings, you know, or, well, I call them wrong killings, yeah? You, you know, you've got, truth. you know, you've got our truth, yeah? You've got, you have got that commit, you know, you've got my Japanese breath, yeah? Doing the dance. Do the, mu- now, do t- the music. Tazawa, yeah? yeah, yeah. You know, do the dance for your gyal, yeah? You know, you've got, you do have that entertainment aspect, but it's wrestling. Wrestling has always had that entertainment aspect. You've got to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little bit of Monica in our life, a little, you know, you've got to have a little bit of all this, right? You you can't just, even wrestling in Japan that has like the stiffest style still well, the, has... The, the, the game has changed. We're, we, we live in a world where now where journalists... Yeah, I have to put the quotes up because yeah, they're not, they're not they they get they get so worked up and in their feelings. One of them, you know, was having a go at Miro on on X Twitter, whatever you want to call it, saying go and do a job for once. Like you wouldn't fucking say that to his face. Miro is shouldn't be booked to be doing job. That goes to show how, how much they know Mi- about wrestling. You've got someone like Miro should be running through that roster. Miro is is a is a curious case, but you're right. Miro shouldn't be jobbing. She probably shouldn't be jobbing on TV. No, of course not. If they were doing house shows, job on on a house show in Fine. Know, whatever. But he he loses in on pay per view. Yes. You know that was honky tonk man's style of thinking, which you know which worked for him. You know, don't just don't let, have don't job me on TV, and he got yeah. away with that for a long time. Yeah, of course but, he did. <laughs> but, you know what? In what world are the journalists now getting to the you know? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip into Miro. Like, heaven heaven help you if he turns up, you know, all in or something. And you know, you know, say your name because he won't forget shit like that. They're like Rick James, bro. They're getting too familiar, and they yeah. someone's have to check him. You know what I mean? They're getting too right. These guys think that they are part of the business, don't they? That's what it boils down to. They think that, you know, like you say, there's no way that Miro should be really... Who's Miro going to job for, realistically? Hobbs? You know? I don't even, I, I, I don't even feel like the build on Hobbs is, is, do, is doing anyone any favours. I don't think it is. Like, Bro, I, I, I'm I struggling saw, with this TV show at the minute. Mate, I, I saw a picture of some fucking some white neckbeard dude oh, wearing no, a t-shirt that says yeah. big black and jacked on it and i just i just laughed i just i, I mean yeah it's uh it's like he definitely didn't read the room when he put that on did he <laughs> fucking hell i mean it's funny it's yeah it it's the world it's the wrestling world that we you know live and take part in we see shit like that. We we call it out. We, I mean, we literally do not care. Like, we don't. We're not beholden to any company. It's just fun, mate. It's it, but it again. It's it's a regular thing that we're seeing. Complete nosedive from AEW. It is it is nosediving pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, the quality again. I know you're saying you know some of the wrestling is fine uh, a lot of the time, but you don't want to, you don't want to have matches that are just fine. You know what I mean? You want to no. You 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 want to be excelling, yeah. If you're, you believe, 
you know, I've I've always, I've been a fan of that model of WCW. Obviously, we talk about it enough. You know, your cruiserweights, your TV champions, your you know whatever, they work the the good wrestling. Your main events are a bit more story driven. They have something to them, but that now we're in the land of another tournament. So it's there is no story. Oh, good lord! This fucking tournament, Tony Khan went on this fucking in one of the scrums he went on this big thing about how Eddie Kingston wanted to do this and Eddie Kingston wanted to do this and Eddie Kingston wanted to do this Eddie Kingston lost his first match he lost his first two he lost his first two yeah tell me I beg you yeah (laughs) I beg you both cry yeah (laughs) I, I, I beg you tell me what is going through Tony Khan's mind? It, I, I, I don't get what the fuck the geezer thinks he's doing. Well, I, I, I don't think he's, get he's it. taking he's taking directions from other people, people who obviously aren't helping as much as they like to think. We've said this about Eddie Kingston a lot. Eddie Kingston can make magic happen on a microphone. When the bell rings, it you you don't want to see it. I'm sorry. I, I don't believe in Eddie Kingston's work in the ring. I think on the microphone, he could talk anyone into a building, but that's where it ends, which is why I would, you know, and you know, fantasy booking is not necessarily our thing, but make him a manager, man. Let him talk for someone who thinks they're a good talker, but actually aren't make him talk yeah. for Moxley. Make him talk for Kenny. You know, yeah, get, oh, get Callis off. Get Callis off our TV. He's he's doing nothing for it. The Jackal, how fucking yeah. dare you? <laughs> yeah, the Truth Commission was a long time ago. Yeah, bro. Bro, the Jackal, <laughs> how fucking dare you? You know, <laughs> a lot of cats won't remember that shit. Nah, they a won't. A lot weird. of people won't remember we'll have to that shit. to put a picture shit. in the middle. <laughs> Trust me, the bro. Jackal. The Jackal, fam. Right? Yeah. It's not. It's not a. You know. It's not a change that's going to make millions. It's not a change that's going to turn your fortunes around overnight. But Eddie Kingston has that ability to talk people into it. But I'm sorry. Make him a manager. You've you've paid six million dollars for John Moxley. In my eyes, nothing is redeeming that um, ever. No matter what you think about John Moxley, he's never in your wildest dreams worth paying six million dollars for. What has happened? What has gone wrong? They they made these guys. You know these guys looked like stars for a, for a quite for what, eighteen months, two years. You know, big crowds, big paydays, big matches. You know, everything felt like it was great. You know, the Grand Slam in New York, all of this business, all of this like. You know, and I know CM Punk was a part of it, and he can be attributed to some of that. But what has happened? Why do they not look like stars anymore? Why does it? Why does nobody care? Why does no one give a fuck what Brian Danielson's doing? When, yeah. you know, what is he doing now? Finding people? Yeah, yeah but the, do you know why? Because the inmates have taken over the asylum. He's That's played, what's happened. It's, it's it's a kid's version of Wrestler's Court. And yeah. I said this before. It's the, you know he must have been desperate to be the undertaker and be at the at the big table and you know bang the gavel and everything and you know oh rest is court state your case 
Oh man, I it's sad. But it's... even that wrestler's court back in the day, it was it's... more of a visual thing to say, what you've done is fucking wrong. You're an idiot. Get everyone a load of beers and fucking sort your life out. Yeah. This this whole business of finding people for their for their Online. social media posts and all that. Yeah. It's like, would you want to work for that? But bruv, it is not the job of Brian Danielson to be policing, you know, all cops are bastards, firstly. Se- second of all, it's not his job to be policing the other talent's online behaviour. It is the job of the company itself to have a, an electronic information policy like any other company has to say, when you are on social media, you are a representative of this company and thus all your actions when you are on said social platforms are a reflection of this company. And does, therefore... Does, does your company have one? Yes, it does. My company does have it and I'm self-employed, right? <laughs> so I fucking tell myself all the time, don't say nothing stupid on social media, right? So... It's 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 basic common sense that the company itself deals with the employees, not another employee, not, you know, you have a dedicated lawyer stroke fucking legal eagle to say, right, these are your Twitter handles, your socials, okay? Any grievances are not aired on there, else you will be held responsible. If you have grief, but, but again, there's no avenue for them to air their grievances in a way where it gets some resolution so therefore it is out of frustration that they are going online and going god this fucking company is a shitstorm right because they've probably been knocking on doors they've probably been saying to people look what's going on we that what i said to you earlier about friend of the show what they said about a certain situation, right? We're going to try and save it for another day because we're hopefully going to have this friend of the show back on. But the long and short of it is no one who works in that, like talent who works for AEW, don't get told fuck all. They don't know nothing about nothing about what's going on. There's a handful of people that probably get told little dribs and drabs. But the, the, the way that that place is run is farcical. It is it is not run in a way that is cohesive to a, a, a company that's going to do well. And we're seeing it in the online on the online behavior of the wrestlers. You've got them just saying whatever. But we've said this before, mate, haven't we? These wrestlers at AEW just say whatever they want, wherever they want online. They're doing this podcast, that podcast, this, this, this. They say this on here and that on there and do whatever. No repercussions. You know, it's you the know, same. It's, it's the same. It's it all boils down to the same sort of things. Same thing on TV. Yeah. Saying what you want. You know, yeah. if you want to say go fuck yourself. Yeah. On national TV, go and say it. Well, no, yeah. don't go and fucking say it. Yeah. It, and don't that, say and I, don't say it again two weeks later. Yeah, but again, there's like multiple. If you're gonna say, if you're gonna say, in the words of of Bo Selector, if you're gonna say fuck or bugger, right? You you save it for the times when saying fuck or bugger means more than just 
telling someone to fuck off or this or what. Save, you it, get for what pay, I'm saying? save it for pay-per-view when you're in charge. Save it. Yes. Yeah. Save it for the right. If you have got the ability to be able to say fuck or bugger whenever you want, do it when it means something. Yeah. It's like, but the, again, it's an allegory for the wrestling itself. Just because everyone can go out there and do the most flippity floppy amazing moves Destroyers. doesn't mean that, that everyone should be doing the Destroyers. same. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that this is why it needs to be regimented. And this is why I think it's always going to be a problem. We've said this again. Why, while Tony Khan is sitting in that high chair, right? And it is a high chair because, you know, while he is in that position, you know, seer of all, right, and, and and doer of everything, right, he hasn't got the bollocks to tell these guys, right, this is your booking team, this is your, this is your, uh, what do they call them for the guys that go through the matches with them? The, the, these are your guys that are going to work. This is the guy that's going to tell you how your match is going to go, right? Yeah. This is the guy that's going to tell you, no, you're not going to do that move because they're doing it in the in the match. <clears throat> they're doing it in the main event. Yeah, yeah don't do doing, it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So this is where the problem will always lie because Tony Khan is not, he's not got the right infrastructure in that company. And people who are in the company who have tried to put certain producers, yeah. that's what I meant, yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. got certain producers on the matches. WWE have got like Jamie Noble. They've got Abyss. You know, they've got all these people that do the matches. Jason Jordan, yeah. And all that, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So they've, they've got these guys and girls that do the, the, the booking and the producing of the matches. And they will be saying, right, we're not going to do this because they're doing it in that match. And we're not going to do this, but we're doing this because we've told them we're doing it and they're not going to do it in this match. So then you're getting a nice plethora of different stuff going on. But again, like I say, it is always going to be a problem with Tony Khan letting everyone just have free reign to do what he wants, to do what they want. The company will never, never improve. With the people that they have got in that company, workers, you know, if they had a proper training structure and a proper training facility um, and they had proper people working in there and they had it regimented and they had producers, they had writers for storylines, and they didn't just have Tony Khan just brain farting on a bit of paper every week or fucking typing whatever into AI. You know, that could be a very good product. It could be very yeah. good TV and it could be a viable alternative to WWE. Yeah. But at the moment, yeah. it will never do because they've not hired us. Well, that is their biggest problem. Right. Let's change we could it up. Be like, we could be the wolf. Yeah. You know, like the wolf in fucking uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, called a wolf, innit? Yeah? <laughs> like, he's just the problem solver. He comes in, sorts it out. You know, you're on brain detail. Yeah? Change them clothes. What's it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I get it. You know, they need us to come in like the wolf. Before we go, <laughs> I've got a couple more questions for you. Sorry, dude. I'm That's on one right. because I'm thirsty. I told you, man. I was thirstier than Nikita Lyons' Instagram. Yeah, we... uh I think we'll keep that one to a minimum just because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing that could be used as evidence against us. <laughs> All right. No, I've heard, isn't it? That's what I'm yeah. yeah, so we've heard, yeah. So uh, we've heard. Chris's three Christmas wishes for wrestling. Let's have them. 
Oh, dude. Why I can hear this? I can hear the sleigh bells going around behind so, us. So, do you reckon Balls Mahoney's not with us anymore, is he? No. So, Santa Claus is not. I mean, the, the, the suit might be available. Right. But no, yeah, no, Balls is not with us. So, there's no Santa Claus coming back. No. Um, my, my, you know, in when you know in in the in the early days of AEW, okay, when when it stopped, we were we we've said this so many times. We were so excited about a new wrestling company with Chris Jericho and fucking. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, with Generation Me in it, yeah, and all, all them things there. You know, I'm a TNA mark, There'll always be Generation Me, right? You know, a new wrestling company with a little bit of backing who can put on events with, you know, they've got fucking JR. They've got fucking, you get what I'm saying? Like, well, as, far, got... as far as I'm aware, JR's a free agent now as well. Do you know what call us, Call us, Jim. Call us, Jim. I mean. Call me back. <laughs> call me in it. Ding me back. Is he a free agent or is he just taking time away? Uh, as far as I'm aware, his contract ran out late 23. So it's, we're late 23 now. So you can't tell me. Sorry, tangent, right? Of all, I, w- I was watching again today. Max the Hulk Hogan. Uh, Max, not the Hulk Hogan. Not the was, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Yeah. Max was with me all day today, right? I've not seen him. We We, we go back many, many years. A good friend, right? Love the wrestling business. Love it, right? So he came to work with me today in my place, right? And obviously, man's my own boss, in it? So we just sat and watched the fucking network most of the day, right? So <laughs> literally. So we watched Survivor Series 1998, and then we watched the Raw that followed it. Yeah. So we had the Survivor Series 98, which was the tournament where The Rock screwed over the, yep. the people. Deadly game. Turned, yeah. Right. And then we watched the Raw after it. Commentary team on both things was The King and, J- and JR. The amount of, of wrestling that JR has called over his many years, you you can't tell me. And and there is footage, and there are people that have made compilation videos of Jr. in disbelief on commentary about why certain things are happening, mm-hmm. because Jr. has been working for companies that had that did wrestling the way wrestling was supposed to be wrestling, right? So he's been watching AEW over time and going, "What the fuck is that about? What the fuck?" that about why is he doing that why is the referee doing this why is the referee not doing that what and he's just been brain farting all this yeah. stuff that if you're watching it and you're listening to what he's saying he's like what the fuck is going on why is he doing this why is he doing that and you've got like you know Excalibur and, and, and Taz corpse it but then you've got JR the consummate professional all right he's very old now and he's not been very well but he knows wrestling right and you can't tell me that he hasn't been watching aew over time and going this is fucking bullshit 
this is absolute horseshit. Um, but I'm getting paid a decent wage. I'm doing I'm I'm not on the road yeah. so much or whatever, whatever. So I'm just gonna, you know. I still like being around the boys and I still like doing this and I still like doing that. But I would like to see JR in the words of CM Punk go home. JR's home is WWE. It always will be. Right? Yeah. It, it, you can't, no one can argue. Is that, that, is that a Christmas wish? I would, it, if, on yeah, that's one of them. If JR doesn't re-sign to AEW, yeah. is JR in the Hall of Fame? Yes. He's got to be, right? Remember, J- Hulk, JR was in the middle of CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin when they had their little chat. You know, that video that's been circulated quite a bit recently where Stone Cold and CM Punk were talking about, I think it was a 2K game. Yeah. And how, you know... Austin says, yeah, I'd, I'd beat CM Punk. CM Punk, yeah, I'd beat Steve Austin. You know, Jim Ross is in the middle of that. You know, just being the guy. Being the guy? Yeah. So, so Christmas wish number one. You've got two more. The, so JR, to, to at some point, if he doesn't re-sign with AEW, to return on some sort of Legends contract or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Ken Shamrock just got one. Yeah. You know, okay, got so, a legends deal, so we we're assuming Ken Shamrock should be Hall of Fame bound. Yeah, if not good. this year, then next. Yeah, same probably goes for Bray Wyatt. I mean, I would say that's a given. Um, you know, yeah. given what's happened this year. Yeah. Second Christmas wish. Come on, man. We're doing we're doing well so far. You only um, went on one tangent in that first one. <laughs> so second second Christmas wish for wrestling. I I do wish that Tony Khan has some sort of... Can you you imagine, like, you know, like a Christmas carol, yeah? You know when, like... The Muppets one, pretty well. Yeah, like, when he gets gets visited by, like, the ghost of Christmas past and present and future, like, if Tony Khan in some cocaine binge dream, some trip, trippy drug-fueled dream, gets visited by the ghosts of wrestling past, present and future. And he is shown that he one day will be chasing a prostitute up the road whilst covered in Vaseline. Um, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know them ones wearing cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> like he sees that he's like, fuck, I need to put down the Adderall. Yeah. Like I need to, do I need to my ego needs to be checked at the door and I need to do if I want this company to be of longevity and I don't want to spunk all of my inheritance um I need to get people who know this business inside out to be basically running the 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 inter, inter, intricate parts of of my company because I can't do it I I would love for Tony Khan to have that epiphany, okay, and just AEW to just be better in all in all ways. Stop the boys taking control. If you work, if you're a wrestler in AEW, you're a fucking wrestler, and you do what you're told, and you are booked how you are booked, and that is the vision of the booking team or whatever, and not your whims and fancies. Yeah, you you AEW to get better. 
Tony Khan to have the Scrooge epiphanies okay. of the ghosts of wrestling past, present, and future. And you got a third one? We work really hard at this show, right? It, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Like we have we have like normal lives. We're just like normal people that we just, just love... we're just normal men. We're just normal. We're just you know innocent men. We're just men, men. <laughs> you know, we we are just normal guys, bro. But we 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 had a dream four years ago or however long. Yeah, ago. yeah, almost. Yeah, shit. We had a dream where we would, you know, come together, you know, however, you know, bi-monthly or whatever, to put on this show and do whatever, you know. We and we we loved it and and. We have had some fucking incredible guests on this show, bro. And we have got some amazing content. But I'd like to see us get over the humps. Not, not, I'm, it, I, I'm, I'm like not appreciative of everybody that listens because we are. We say it every week, right? But we, you know, we're appreciative of everyone that listens, everyone that watches. We've got our, our core fan base that fucking love what we do and know what we do. But I think where where we what we do is 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 something that does need a bigger audience of wrestling fans, right? And we might alienate a certain faction of those, but at a point we don't care because we're real. We and we just say what we we feel. Well, we do care because they should listen. Yeah, you know, what That's we're not what we're saying isn't like you know isn't just for isn't just to take the piss. No, of course not. Hence my second wish. Yeah. My second wish is not for AEW to die. It's for it to get better. It's for it to get better. I don't want AEW to die. I want it to get better. I don't want it to fucking to take fumble. its to take its daily tablets and start yeah. to feel better. Yeah, that's right. It needs to fucking you know. I'm looking at, again. I'm looking at my AEW all in lanyard. My AEW acclaimed foam fucking scissors. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at my AEW action ring. Yeah, with flexible ropes and authentic AEW details. I'm looking at my AEW figure collection. I'm not. We don't hate AEW. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's the thing. We do not hate it. The, the fan base might have it have a lot to answer for the fanatical side of it, the unnecessarily fanatical side of it. Yeah, you, you know, know we, Tony probably won't shag most of you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's the honest like that's the honest part of it. You know. You don't have to be so weird about it. That's right. You know, we 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 would love, you know, we I'm sure we would love a booking job in in a in a in a wrestling company like AEW. We would love I, I would I mean one of my Christmas wishes is to have you on live commentary for any wrestling show anywhere. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sweet Jesus, that would put the frighteners on a lot of like, you know, people booking a show, but Let's have let's have it fucking real. Let's put let's put Chris at a commentary desk somewhere. I would love twenty twenty four. I would absolutely love it, and I would tone down the language if it needed to be toned down. You know, I'm a creative individual. I have I've been rapping since I was fucking like fourteen or fifteen or whatever, and I I can freestyle rap. I've been battling. I've been doing bits and bobs for many years, so I can think on my feet. And I, I would not, um, yeah, I would not be swearing as much as I do on this show 
um, if it because it'd be something beautiful. If I could do that, mate, that would be fucking incredible. Um, there we go. You know, lovely. I I love that. <laughs> I'd love I love if we could both do it. You know, it would it would be put put the chat grapple and cheat pops podcast team on your commentary for for your fucking wrestling up. show. You know, <laughs> you got a color guy and a play by play guy right here. Yeah, You've that's... got it. That's a that's a mad idea, but you know we let's see if we can manifest that into reality. Oh, I've got two. Heenan and Gorilla, come on! <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two more. Um, we're gonna play. We're gonna play a little game here before we go. Like before oh. we wrap it up properly. It's yeah. the buy. It's the buy or sell game. It's oh. quite simple. You know, oh, yeah. one sentence. I give you. Do you buy it or do you sell it? First, the first statement. CM Punk and Seth Rollins should main event night one of WrestleMania. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, for a dollar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Um, I mean, how long have we got that? till WrestleMania? We got April. Yeah, April. Yeah. The 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 online viral video of Seth Rollins going absolutely ape shit when it's he saw stuff, fucking mate. CM Punk. It's good. It sells itself, mate. Good shit. Good shit. And the second one. <laughs> As it's pretty obvious that Cody Rhodes will take on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania night two, he doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. I think Pepsi Phil should win the Royal Rumble. Really? I think Pepsi Phil. I mean, Matt, do you know who I would love to see win the Royal Rumble? But he's what? already... Uh, Logan Paul. I see what you've done there. You're, you're... I'd love it. Logan Paul winning the Royal Rumble, that is... I'd love it. Fucking hell. Can you imagine? I'd love it. Oh, the, 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 the IWC would be in meltdown. And I'm here for that because that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, you 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 cannot you you cannot doubt his ability in the ring. You know? He 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 he, he knows what he's doing on the stick, he knows his mannerisms, he knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to. He knows the business. He's still growing in the, the business. He's a natural heel for now. He's natural. He's an absolute natural for now. I would, you know, I I would love to see. I mean, we we know he can go toe to toe with Roman Reigns. We saw it at Crown Jewel. That was an incredible match. Anyone, I challenge anyone to watch that match and tell me that weren't a good match. He's had good matches. He had that moment in the match with Rey Mysterio where he caught him, and so he. Mysterio didn't land on his head or something like it's yeah logan paul's uh he's a good guy it seems in a wrestling seems standpoint yeah. you know he, he, i would love to see him win the royal rumble just to fucking shit all over everyone else you know he can just say i'm because he, he believes he's the best and he's saying i'm the best man i'm not even not even been doing this long and i'm the best yeah. fuck all you that's, lot that's that's a I didn't even think of Logan Paul until you just brought it up. So, you know, fair play on that one. So you're yeah. so Cody Rhodes, like I said, does he need the Royal Rumble? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't think Pepsi Phil will win the Rumble either. Um, but I do think he will have um he will cross paths with um some people. Mm. You know, he'll have some bits and bobs going on. But you know, he um there's another story that came out that a, a little bit of an interview of Cody Rhodes where CM Punk went up to him and said, "Oh, what are you doing in the Rumble? I think you're, I think you're, gonna, I'm going out before you. Do you want to do any stuff? Do you know what I mean? Do you want to get some bits in?" And he said, "Oh, what do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you've got to 
you got to do some stuff like when you're there, you know what I mean? To get your, you've got to have your moment. Like that's what it's all about. You know, it's a bit of a schmoz uh, of rumble. So you've yeah. got to do your bits. And then he told a story about how Undertaker sort of, you know, Cody gave, gave Cody his moment there sort of thing, you know? Um, but I, I think CM Punk, it, it, he's, he is, a, you know, a, a figure that sort of you either love him or you hate him. But I think, what for the people that he's helped, they will always be grateful and thankful for what he's done for them. And yeah. for the people that have he's rubbed up the wrong way, they will always hate him. So you can't win. You get what I'm saying? Like you you can't be everything to all people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we will see about punk going forward. But I mean, CM Punk Rollins is juicy. It's very making, juicy. Making me salivate. Yeah, because I love Seth Rollins, man. So, what were your wishes anyway? You only said one. Maybe we'll find out next week. Oh, come on, man! <laughs> this ain't an advent calendar, blood. <laughs> Open all the windows right now. No, let's 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 leave them titillated for for a, right. for another week because I'll have another couple of bio cells for you as well. Okay, you know, right, wrestling gonna... companies, listen to my man's first dream. Yeah, his wish, Christmas wish. You know, get us on your shows. We're it's happy to do it. Um, have Nissan Micro will travel. You hear me? That's a... Man, see, you you make me lose my thing. I'm sorry. I apologize, partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so where were we? Okay, yes, of course. <laughs> Why don't we wrap this up for now? Because like Chris has maybe dropped in once or twice. We have a plan for next week. Yeah, I guess we can pull it off. I guess that, yeah, a friend of the show that might have the time for us and sweet jesus we'll be grateful and you know you guys will be grateful too because he's one of them he don't hold back (laughs) so for now why don't we say thank you we appreciate each and every one of you that listens watches you know retweets puts a comment in does all that good shit for us because you know we're appreciative guys we love you all for it Love the humanoids. Thank you to Surfshark for sponsoring this episode. We oh, almost shit. forgot. Thomas. Sorry, fam. Almost forgot, but we brought it back. Yes. Thank you to Surfshark. 83% off plus three free months if you click the link down in the description. Also, you know, this is something a bit more personal for us, something that you can help the show with. If you are looking to buy WWE merchandise, use our link in the description. Yeah, it just helps the show. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. I mean, that's yeah. it. If you're gonna buy stuff off WWE, then you're gonna. Which do you're it gonna anyway. do anyway? Yeah, you're exactly. gonna get yourself a CM Punk shirt. You're gonna right. get a. You know, I can't, you can't get a Yeet shirt now because I think someone else trademarked it. But yeah, you can get you know your CM Punk merch, top top merch seller in the in the business. That's right. LA Knight merch. You right. know, we the ones T-shirts, John Cena merch. You know, which is number five, I think. John Cena still number five in the merch. Crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, two links in the description there. If you're looking for a VPN, hit Surfshark. If you're looking for WWE merch, hit the other link, <laughs> and just just do your boys a solid. That's all it is. Like, it's no, there's nothing really to it. Like and subscribe. Touch the bell. That spread too. Spread the love. Share this video far and wide. Let all wrestling federations around the world, Europe, UK, know that we are available for bookings. 
um, for the commentary team. Um, you know, we are just we are we're happy to be back. It's been a bit of a long, you know. I've had some issues um, in you know in the life. Um, you know, Jordan's had some issues. Um, you know, we we are just you know we are not bionic. We are humans. We are flesh and blood. We, yes, we are not like a dusty elbow. We are not bionic, indeed. Correct. Something we forgot to mention as well as we are about to wrap this up. You might have seen it on X already. The DMs are open in December. It's something we've done for the last three yeah. years now. Yeah. Did the DMs stay open? If anyone wants to jump on, do what they want to do, talk, even not recorded, whatever, we are here. You know, you know what we could do, which would be a little bit mad. Go on. We could do we could do an ask us anything on Zoom and just literally have people while we're sitting on here, we could then edit it after it after, but we'll do it live. Oh, and we could basically I don't know, someone will be helicoptering. Rick Flair will call in, won't he? With no yeah, trousers but that, on. That, I mean, that's why they've got rid of Omegle. Is that is that gone? <laughs> exactly. Now? Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna start Kermit, doing it on the Zoom. Kermit getting his cock out. Um, you know, <laughs> it's um you know, but it, but we can we can edit it, can't we? Do you know what I mean? We yeah. we'll do it live, and we'll say right from you know eight p.m. UK time. You know this we we will have you can ring us up on this Zoom. We'll let you in. You can ask us a question. You know we'll have a little bit of banter with you. Take the piss out of your haircut or whatnot. Um, you know, and uh, just have a bit of fun on a little Christmas episode. That might be quite fun. Um, but we have to wear Christmas jumpers, dude. On that one, I don't own one. Come on, fam. I'll buy you one. I promise you, I don't own a Christmas jumper. There's Del I, 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 I own Christmas trousers. <laughs> They're Zubaz, fam. That don't count. No, no, no. no. Not the Zubaz. The Zubaz are quality. Don't get me wrong. Shout out on the Zubaz trousers. They were such a great buy. Oh, fantastic. Bargain. There's Del Boy Christmas jumpers in Tesco. I've seen, yeah, the, uh, there's a guy that served me today in Tesco, like he was wearing one. And like, yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good jumper. But but yeah, I think maybe that's a good shout. If we, you know, but our DMs are open, um, yeah. you know, so Christmas time is a, a time of year that people do struggle. Um, you know, loneliness is a big thing in the UK, in the, in the world, you know, like everyone. It's a shit house, isn't it? You know, people put their smiley face on and go to work every day and do this and that. But, you know, hopefully with this show, we try and bring a bit of joy to people. But also, you know, people need people to chat to. So we are there to chat to. DMs are open. We're always happy to have a little call and a chat with people as well. Yeah. So we're there. So, yes, with that, what else can we say? We can say thank you very much for sticking around like and subscribe if you are watching give us five stars if you're listening do something with spotify if that's you know follow i don't know what that is like yeah, yeah do that it's gotta be sitting on there like yeah hit, hit like good. follow yeah something, <laughs> something to make us feel good you know what i mean as always i am jb the man sitting next to me the slightly under the weather but still the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. For now, we say take care, everyone. We'll see you next week. Peace.